Welcome to Sex Communication, a project aimed at changing how people talk about sex. It features audio recordings of sex acts, extremely frank conversations, and many confessionals. Please note that our content is explicit and uncensored. And while these episodes may indeed arouse you, the intent is to inform and inspire. Join us now for a judgment and shame-free exploration of sex. Sexy, sexy, sex stuff. Sex. Hello and welcome to episode 91. Today is one of those lucky episodes where I get to interview more than one person. I'm interviewing C and H about all of the juicy details about their new relationship. You may remember C from episode 65. He was the subject of the great tiny penis debate. He had written me with very strong feelings about the opinions that I had been expressing about penis size, hence the name of the episode. It just so happens that after we had recorded that episode, we did spend a little additional time talking about some personal details, and C had shared with me a bit more about how frustrated he was with his current dating situation, which at the time was almost non-existent. He was going out with people that he wasn't compatible with. He was really pessimistic about the possibility of meeting anybody that he would be sexually compatible with. So it was with great happiness that I received C's update of his new relationship. His new partner uh, seemed very sexually incompatible with him. The two of them are very open and frank about discussing all of the details, and they're just kind of hilarious together. So let's get to it. Here we go. I'm so glad you guys both uh, were available to do this. It's nice to be able to speak to all of the parties in a relationship unit, so thank you. Thanks. We're, we're, Thanks for having we're us. very excited to do this. <laughs> this is uh, really great to go from what it was well for me what it was before into what it is now yeah so do you want to just jump in and tell me a little bit about kind of like just summing up what your experience is now versus when we spoke the last time well i i mean she doesn't really have a reference well i can tell you about you know me as far as i I won't go into the the giant little penis debate but i'll say that (laughs) which is very clever by the way i really like that but i will say that uh you know there was some issues with uh me you know going through a breakup and and, you know being shamed for some of the things that that i was into and being turned down uh, and then going through the breakup and then after me and you had spoken um trying to decide going forward find someone do i go on the dating apps do i date normally vanilla or do i you know try and um you know right out of the gate say look i'm more than vanilla i'm seeking this type of stuff i like this along with the relationship right i tried it both ways i did date a few and uh the first one, well, the first one called me. I just, I kind of, I kind of referenced, I kind of went to it, into it smoothly and said, how do you feel about the book uh, Fifty Shades of Grey? And she goes, why are you asking that? Oh, no, I'm just kind of <laughs> getting a feel of things. She goes, do you like that sort of thing? I said, I find it interesting. She called me a sexual deviant. Uh-huh. And, and then I thought I was just making conversation. Then... You know, a few other dates didn't work out. And then 
I, I, I got on that, you know, of course, and I made a profile on there. And of course, I, I was catfished a couple of times and no one was very serious. I'm sure you had your experiences with Fet Life and things like that. Yeah. Um, and so I didn't put much value in it. And then uh, I met the head, I met H on, uh, on uh, Facebook dating app. Facebook has a dating app. And uh, it, it, we started talking and then it just went, I, I, I laid it all on the line with her, told her ugh, what I was into and what I was. And it just skyrocketed from there. And ever since then, it's been every every time we see each other, it's better than the last. Yeah. So I, just to, to kind of sum up for people listening. OK, so the first time that we spoke, like, you know, it started at, as this discussion point on a comment that you had made to me about um, the way I stated preferences. And it kind of expanded into this conversation, like you mentioned briefly, where you were having these experiences where you felt shamed for being open about what you were interested in sexually. And I remember yes. we talked about like different ways of kind of going about meeting new people and, you know, the value of being open about that and using that as a way to kind of filter out the people that were not good for you. So my impression of what your situation is now, just on the communication we've had prior to this conversation is that you guys are, are very much on the same page about being kind of very free and exploratory about the things you'll try and the things that you're interested in and that you, it seems like you both went into it being open about that. Does that sound accurate? You're hitting the nail on the head. Okay. So I'd, I'd like some more specifics. So when you guys first met, and H, I'd love for you to chime in anytime. So when you first met, was this a discussion that happened on your first date? Was it something that you guys both alluded to in your profiles? How did it first come up? You know, whenever we started chatting on the Facebook app, and I'm a, I'm a very direct and open kind of person, um, just by nature and I have, I'm in recovery. I'm in my sixth year of recovery. And so I'm pretty much like, and I'm 43. So today my life is pretty much like, okay, are you in? Are you out? You right. know, are we going to do this? Or are we not? So, um, when C and I started talking on Facebook, I think there was like a total of 10 lines of chat. And we, and I was like, okay, can we just talk on the phone? Uh, can we like meet for coffee? Uh, I mean, are we, are we going to date or what? Yeah. Because I don't want to do this whole like chat for two months, you yeah. know? I was very happy to do that. <laughs> yeah. And so, I mean, he did ask me about vanilla and dark chocolate. And honestly, I'm not, I'm not really, I wasn't really familiar with the terminology. And so I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. But um, sure, I'm down. I'm, I mean, I'm DTR, right? Whatever. <laughs> It'll be good. <laughs> and so. Well, she had explained to me what DTR meant. Yeah, down to ride. Um, and so. So, I mean, that's kind of how it, that's, I mean, that's kind of how it went down for us. And then we, like, how long was it that we went, how long was it from, we talked on the phone a couple of times? I, I, you know, we had to wait for a weekend because I was off because, you know, I work evenings and she works days. Mm. 
and then had to make sure of course she has uh she has teenagers and so yeah we had to wait for was it a saturday it was a saturday wasn't it i don't know okay so we we a friday. it was a night after I, no it was a friday night and i got off work and we met for at a place that uh it was a believe it or not it's kind of a supper club type thing and it's outside it had music and we just went for coffee, and it was a very romantic thing. We had a band. Uh, we walked. It, it was warm. Uh, when what? How long was it? Was it? That I was mean, in August. August, and uh, it was. Uh, they had a band, and they were playing like uh, '80s stuff, and uh, it was like a three-guy band. And uh, you know, they brought us coffee and cream and stuff, and we were sitting there, and she looked like amazing and and i just i i i look like a teenager yeah and and <laughs> she made me feel so young and and i just i i told her everything i told her everything about you know what i what i like what i was into and and the fact that i needed more than just you know uh, vanilla stuff and she's like i i want more than that too i said i'm open for all you know all things in but things between a man and a woman and, and more and, and, and whatever makes it better. I'm open to that. And, and I think at some point what happened, we were sitting there in the two and they chairs. kicked us out because it was time for us to leave. <laughs> no, but before that. Oh, I kissed you. Right. And from then on, we were like sucking face. We were just walking by <laughs> and we were making out like we were in high school. Yeah, and he asked me if I was an exhibitionist. And she was. And to that, I answered yes. (laughs) So do you think there was any indication in either of your profiles? Like, I'm not familiar with the Facebook dating app, but of course, now I'm even more curious hearing your experience. But was there any allusion to any of these things for either of you? Do you think it's just luck that you kind of found each other? I'll let her explain that because she has a theory and and I go with it. (laughs) What's your theory? Well... Um, it's ac- it's actually not a theory. It's not a theory. It's, it's proven. It's proven. It's a proven fact. <laughs> but yes. Um, yes. I'm sorry. You can, not you can edit it out. So, um, so I've done a, a lot of interesting things in my recovery, and one of them has to do with my spiritualism. So I, um, and I don't know how familiar familiar you are. Um, well, I'm also in recovery. I don't know if C mentioned, but I, and I, I'm totally with you on the, you know, like living in this way, the way you described and like, absolutely there. I'm just turned 40. I have seven years and it's like, you got no more time for bullshit. You know, it's like, you're just going to put it all out there and be what it may. I tell him all the time. I'm like, honey, life is only a succession of nows. (laughs) That's great. That's it. Yeah. So I am, uh, let's see, how do I say this? Okay, so so the universe is my higher power. Right. Um, I do a lot of crystal work. Um, so, and so I manifested myself a boyfriend. That's what happened. Gotcha. And so that's how, um, so do I think that it's luck? No. Um and there were nothing, there wasn't really anything in either one of our profiles because the Facebook profiles are very, very simple. Yeah. It's very basic information. It's not like you would go on and 
you know, to another, like other dating websites. Yeah, and it doesn't link you to your Facebook profile either. Uh, no, but Facebook creates the profile for you. Yes. So, um, so I had, so I used the, the crystal and just straight up manifested myself a boyfriend. <laughs> It'd be perfect for me. And there I was. And there he, and now here he is. That's a great story. It's like, um, it's very fitting too to have this conversation. I just did a, a point in my step work where I'm working on my, my like sex and love ideal, which I, I've done before. And I had kind of a similar thing the first time I did it, where not long after the person that I was presented with was very much like all of the things that I had been, you know, visualizing on this page. Um, of course, then I realized after the fact that there were some holes in that vision, but I've since corrected, but I mean, I understand and I, I really believe in the, the law of attraction and manifestation and, and all of that. So I can relate and I'm understand. Not, well, I'm glad you understand it. I, I'm try, I understand what she tells me and I'm learning <laughs> more every day. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm new to it, but I believe in it because she believes in it and I believe in her. Yeah. So therefore... It's new to me, but every day I'm learning more and more, and it has enhanced my life. She has enhanced my life, and it's good enough for me. Yeah. It is pretty cool how we um, find things, learn things in recovery, though, about, I will. you know, about ourselves and, you know, the way that, like, I would have not, he said to me, he was like, where have you been all my life? I said, <laughs> I, I, I wasn't ready. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> would not have wanted me 10 years ago, I promise. <laughs> But it's funny, see, that you mentioned that, you know, you hear what she's saying and you, you're understanding from what she's telling you, but you don't feel like you practice it. But if you look at it in a little wider scope, like just the fact that we had the conversation that we had and you were kind of delving into this world and seeking answers to questions is kind of like, you know, exploring manifestation and attraction. Like you were looking for these answers and you were putting yourself out there. Like it may not have felt as specific or maybe ritualized to you, but you were essentially kind of doing the same thing just in having that well, journey. Well, I know, I know I started doing things differently than I did before, before my other relationships. Yeah. I didn't do, I wasn't, I stopped going to bars looking for things. I stopped going and doing things the way I was doing the, in the old, old days, you know, and those type of things. I started doing things a little bit smarter and putting myself out there and taking, you know, and, and being more vulnerable and things like that. And, yeah. and because I did that now I'm, I'm feeling a lot more, um, uh, secure and my, uh, my, my, my orgasms are better. My, my stamina is better. She brings out all the good in me and, uh, every day is better than the next. I, I sometimes I can't even believe it. Sometimes I think I'm still I'm I'm like waking up from a dream. Sometimes that's really nice to hear. H, I'm curious. Before you met C, were I mean, what was this state of of sexuality in your other relationships? Was it a point of of struggle or seeking for you as well that you felt like you weren't quite with a person that allowed you to be like who you really fully wanted to be? Or do you feel like you were already kind of living in line more with what your interests were? No, I was not living in line with what my interests were. 
But because I because I was not in recovery, um, I I didn't really know. Like I didn't really come to know or care what my line of interests were until I was prepared, until I was mentally, physically, and spiritually ready ready to know. Right? Does that? I mean, that makes sense. Yeah, and it takes a lot longer, I think, than we anticipate. I mean, I I know for me, I felt like there weren't major effects on how I was living my life. I mean, sure, like giving up drugs and alcohol is a major change, but as far as like being true to who I I felt like I was meant to be didn't feel like it started happening until several years in like five years was probably kind of the start for me yeah it was like it was like it was like when I picked up four then that's when it really kind of I was I was okay you know it's like my insides matched my outsides at that point and then I was ready to kind of do some exploring right so, and that meant, you know, in all areas of my life, including, you know, my sexuality. And so, um, and then I felt, I, I didn't feel suppressed, you know, because like before my relationship with C, I had had another relationship before, but sex was just sort of something that you did. You know, it wasn't something necessarily that I enjoyed or didn't enjoy. It was, I mean, I've, I've always been... I've always been kind of a high drive, but I just didn't, I mean, I, all my past sexual partners have not been very exploratory, yeah. you know? And so, um, you know, and, and I haven't, thankfully, C and I were talking about this earlier, but I haven't been the victim of any sexual abuse. So, um, which is really nice because a lot of people in recovery have, but um, it's just been very bland, you know. And so, with the rest of, I mean, it falls in line with the rest of my life. A lot, a lot of parts of me have changed, you know, including my sexuality. And so, um, it's very different now yeah. than what it used to be. I mean, C and I do a lot of things that. My past sexual partner <laughs> would have been like, "What the actual blank?" No, you can speak. Yeah, you can. Yes. Oh, they would have said, "What the actual fuck?" Get out. <laughs> I get that. So, have you guys done things together that you've never done with anyone else? And if so, yeah, what are the, uh, what are those things? Yesterday, did we do them yesterday? I think we did them today. <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, we do a little bit something new every time we're together because, you know, we live 45 minutes apart. She lives in another city and I live in another city. Um, And so, uh, you know, we see each other probably once a week and then every other weekend uh, or, or as much as we, we see can. each other every week, every weekend. Yes. Yes. But, <laughs> but once but, a week in the middle, in once a week in the middle but, yeah, for a short time. Yeah. Um, but this weekend she doesn't have her kids. So this weekend we've really been doing a whole lot. And, uh, so, uh, for one thing we've gotten into, she told me that, you know, I'm really, well, one thing you're leaving out, babe, is you didn't continue about our first date, what we did after coffee. Um, <laughs> this is a, before we go any further, <laughs> yeah. we really tell you about what we did because, 
this was a first dater right. and, oh. and, and what happened and, and what <laughs> happened to be as a result. Oh, right. Okay. So this is really funny. Okay. So, so, um, so here's what he does. So they kicked us out. Well, they didn't kick us out. Right. We, they were closing. They were closing. We were polite. We're, ha- you know, we're having coffee. Um, and they're like, it's closing time. And we're like, okay, bye. And, um, we're getting ready to go, and so he's so sweet, and he's he says, well, maybe one of these days we can go look at the moon. I was like, what? <laughs> look at the moon? That's like my favorite thing ever. I mean, can we go do that right now? I'm like I'm like a complete and total extreme, extremist of the most extreme kind. I'm an idealist to the extreme. Look, and I wasn't expecting to try and he, pull anything. He's a, he's a realist. Okay, he's the down to earth realist. And so I'm I'm like a teenager in a fully grown woman's body, except <laughs> I don't look or act like that. And I'm a, and I'm an old man <laughs> in a teenager's brain. Yes. You have a teenager brain. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah we're brain. Yeah. You're la- you're laughing. Like that, yeah. We act this is us. Yeah. Okay. And so um and this will prove it here in a minute. And so I was like, oh, can we go do that now? And this is midnight. And he's like, well, do you want to do that right now? I mean, it's getting awfully late. And I was like, I don't care what time it is. I can take a nap tomorrow. It's fine. <laughs> but we're also jazzed up on coffee. Right. And so we go out and look at the stars in the bed of his truck because it's a new moon. I know it's a and, new moon. And I, and I live in Texas and I have a truck. And he doesn't know that it's a new moon, but I know that. And that's okay. But uh, so we start. So I I took him to my favorite moon gazing spot. So we swing by my house, grab the blanket, get go get in the bed of the truck, and then we're laying there. And then oh, and so then I'm (laughs) 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 I forget the parts. And so I'm like, okay, hang on a second. I gotta dig these raw. I have crystals in my bra. Dick these crystals out of my bra. I had no idea there was. I was like, hang on, this is our first date. I'm like, okay. And so here's me being like, you know what? I like it or love it. Okay. Chick has rocks in a bra. (laughs) No, but they can't be dropped. They cannot be dropped. He was like, oh, here, let me put those over here. I was like, don't you touch my crystals. Right. I can't touch them. Another thing I learned. So I put, so I strategically placed them over there, and then I have I have all this stuff, you know, like I have rings and all this stuff. So and then so they were just laying there, and they were making out, and then one thing leads to another, and mm-hmm. I jumped on top of them and mm-hmm. bruised a rib. And, right, right. So she gets on top of me. But wait, but we're we're also in this place where we have our we have free music to listen to because there's other people around partying, <laughs> but it's dark, so no one can see. It's great. But so we're in the back of the truck of the, the, you know, the, the, the trucks, the bed of the truck's hard and I'm not used to it. So she's on top and then she gets on top and she's riding and then she's got her hands on my chest and she pushes down and I hear a crack. And there goes one of my ribs. It pushes one of my ribs in and it it doesn't crack it, but it bruised it. And I, all the next three days, I can't breathe one side. But it's a sex injury, so it's cool. <laughs> and so all my buddies, hey dude, I got a sex injury. <laughs> so it's like a it's like a like a badge of honor. Right. Yeah. Because you know, 
So that was our first. That was no, the first that date. Was our first date. <laughs> I think I got home at like four or five. Right. Sounds good. It sounds like a good date. It, it was. It was. It <laughs> right. was. And and you know and then, but but the, but getting back to what you're saying, the things that we've done that we did haven't done before, right? Yeah. Yes. You yeah. asked me. Like, okay. Okay. <laughs> so she said, um, "I want." I want, I've always wanted to be tied up. Mm-hmm. I want to be tied up. And so, yeah, I've never had anybody tie me up. Right. So she said, she starts sending me these pictures of the Shibari rope stuff and all this. And so I get on Pinterest and I start looking it up. I start doing research right away because I don't want to think that I don't know anything about <laughs> it, but I start doing research right away. And so the, the very next day I'm buying rope at the hardware store uh and 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 i buy some really crappy stuff but it was okay and uh, i think i did a pretty good job we did we experimented with that and then i said well this stuff isn't very good um and so and i took some pictures of that and she wanted pictures of it wanted to see how it looked and then i want pictures of everything she wants pictures <laughs> of everything and then we did that and then um I also found out that the, what I didn't know about her, she is a multi-orgasm, orgasm, orgasmic, orgasmic. She comes very easily from all sorts of stimulation, and that's very awesome. Um, I can make her come from everything. Yes, <laughs> wonderful. And that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and then I went <clears throat> on Amazon and I bought. Uh, better shibari rope and the pictures I sent you uh, are the most updated ones and those were by far the best um, and I really took my time on those and I actually made uh, I did nothing too I made her a uh, I don't know if you know what paracord is I don't think so, Par- tell me paracord is very, it's what paratroopers use uh, for parachute shoots and it's very strong thin nylon rope gotcha it's unbreakable you can cut it but it's very unbreakable and so it, it stretches just a little bit and i made a uh with the, these metal rings in the front and the back i made like a thong um bikini and the bottom of it area that goes along the vagina lips it has about five black beads and those ride right where the spots are for stimulation mm-hmm. and so when she puts it on uh what was it the term you told your friend what it does you said today you were talking to her on the phone and you said you can't wear it for very long because <laughs> it's but i can't remember what i said and you said it, it, it it's too stimulating it stimulates you so much that you can't wear it for very long yeah because it, 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 it's, too it's too intense of what it does and where it, it rides. And it's yeah, basically, yeah. It's basically yeah. bondage underwear. I saw Basically, uh, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty handy like that. So anyway, I got that. And, and uh, so we've done that. And uh, so the, we do a lot. So we do a lot of uh, a rope tying. Yeah. So he, and he, tie, he ties me. He ties me down, basically. But she asked for it. Yeah, tie me down, and so I, so I'm, he's he's the the dominant, 
and I'm the sub. And so, but she, but she tells me how she wants it. So really, she's she's doming from the bottom. And I explained to her what that was. She know what it was. So really, that's kind of she's telling me what she wants prior to us doing it, and then I do it, and then I expand on it. But she tells me how she wants it, and then I make it happen, kind of. So yes, that's right. But, but we I, enjoyed that rope because yeah. I enjoy it. Because I like the way uh, I like the way it feels when he touches me because he's really gentle. Yeah, and it's a it's a level of trust that's in, you know that's involved there, which we've had from right from the beginning. Right. Yeah, it's really amazing. And I also like the way that it looks, and I enjoy um, I enjoy watching him do it because. He takes a lot of time and pride in his craftsmanship, and I enjoy that. <laughs> I like to see that. I mean, that it's a lot. It's a talent and a skill. Yeah. Not everybody can tie yeah. can tie like that. You know. I play with Legos in a record store. <laughs> you can't just. I mean, you can't just throw a rope around a naked girl and yeah. be okay. Yeah. This doesn't work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, so. That, that's up, so he gets me all tied up real nice and pretty <laughs> and ties me down. <laughs> and then and then and then what do we do? And then we do whatever we do. I mean we <laughs> we, uh, we, get, we get down to it. And uh, you know, I uh, one thing we, we talked about is is uh, is uh, is anal. Uh, haven't got to it yet. She um, has concerns over cleanliness and things, but I think we were a little bit past that. Um, I think we're going to try it. She mentioned to me the other day that she wanted to use a vibe back there along with uh, me being in her, in her, her pussy. And so I think the next time we're going to try that, we're just going to get past that. She hasn't done it in a long time. She said she tried it a long time ago and sort of enjoyed it, but it's the cleanliness factor. And so, once we get past that, I think it'll be fine. Yeah. Well, I, I will say that I, I did tell you that when we spoke last time, I did one thing I, I did enjoy was uh, a prostate uh, stuff. Right. And, and I had that done a couple of times. And so I told her about it and she, she has done it. And can you tell her your experience with that? That's my experience. Well, had you you done it before uh, meeting C? Had you massaged anyone else's prostate prior to that? Or this was kind of a new thing? I had not. So were you doing research much like he was doing research on the shibari? Were you kind of doing research on techniques and tips and things? No, Uh, not because I didn't want to, but just because he would tell me all of the things that I needed to know. Gotcha, gotcha. I pretty much said. I mean, we're very open in our conversation, not just about sex, but about anything. Right. I mean, we can tell each other anything, you know. And so, um, our our conversations are, you know, I mean, there's no lack of communication. And so, uh, he told me everything that I needed to know. Great. And she did wonderful. I mean, you know, first it was a finger, and then we went to uh, the local sex shop, and we got one of those. I don't know what you want to call it. It's one of those male prostate things that's kind of, it kind of looks funny. It's got like a little, uh, it's curved. It, 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 
it, it goes in and it's got curved up and then it's got like a little ring thing at the bottom and it pushes in at one side. You know what I'm talking about? I it's, do. I do. Yeah. I, I don't know what <laughs> you call them. So you, but, can, so you can kind of rock it back yes, and forth. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And, and it works very, very well. Uh, it didn't, it felt very good. It, we didn't really use it long enough to, it, to produce anything, but we're going to try, I'm going to try it again. I think it was kind of nervous the first time, but uh, now I think we'll be more relaxed and we try it again. We just haven't done it again, but yeah. Yeah. we probably will. We have a lot of things that we have to do. Yeah, I we, mean, we have so many things that we talk about that we want to do. Yeah, plenty of time to do it. Yeah. No use in rushing into all of them at one time. Mm-mm. But it's great that you guys, you know, I love hearing about how openly you talk, not just about the sex stuff, but about everything, which is so important. Because it sounds like, you know, like that's a key factor in in the success of your relationship. But it also sounds like you're sexually compatible in the sense of you value, um, like making it a priority and making it kind of like a, well, I guess a priority is, is, the, the full word, but I mean, would you agree? Do you guys think that this is a, a, a combination of people where you both, you know, value sex in the same way? Is that, do you think a, a key to this working so well? I do. I think so. I mean, I think that, I mean, for me, a sexual relationship is more than a penis and a vagina, sure. if you will. Oh, yes, you know? I agree. I mean, and so, you know, it's, it, it's a way, for me, it's a way to communicate. It's another way for us to communicate. Right. You know, um, it just, and, and, and I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate that so much, you know, and, and it, it's a way for us to be creative together. Um, and it's a way for us to enjoy each other and, um, it's something I've never had with any other partner, not like this. Yeah, I haven't either. It's changed me. It, it sounds is. very supportive too. You know, like it's not just. It's like you guys are giving each other the space and trust and comfort and support to be vulnerable with each other and to you know, like because it's it's more a matter of trust than anything to to be this open and intimate with somebody. You know, and like you said, it is beyond just the act of sex. It's like making it this very equal part of your larger relationship. You know, absolutely. Yeah, and and yes. and that's nothing too. You know. I can tell her anything. I don't have to worry. And, and, and sometimes it, 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 I, it goes back. I start thinking how it used to be back before, <clears throat> but you know, I can show her a picture of this, something that I saw that I thought was very sexy and she'll go, yes, that is very sexy. Instead of worrying, is my partner going to go, well, why are you looking at this? Right. Why do you need to look at this? What is wrong with you? This no, no, no. She doesn't. That's not where her mind goes. Her mind goes, "Wow, that is hot. That is very sexy. Yeah, I could wear that for you, or or I would like to be in that position." Mm-hmm. She really goes to the positive, not the negative. Right, right. And that is uplifting. As and you have no idea how uplifting that is for me. That that makes me want to tell her more. Yeah, hide nothing. And and that's what that's how every relationship should be. You know, how can anyone be jealous over someone showing them a picture? Yeah. 
that seems so ridiculous to me. Yeah. You know? And so I've never gotten that, you know, even, I mean, we were even talking to one of her friends uh, today who is also kind of a sub and she, we were talking, she would talk to her on the phone and she would talk to her about being tied up and stuff. And, and it may be something that we'll do in the future. Um, I don't know. And I don't know if it will be a threesome or not. I, I don't know. And I say, it probably will. <laughs> okay. Uh, it'll be something that I've never done ever. Yeah. Um, and, but I said, look, I said, I don't know how to do that. I said, but I'll do, we'll have to discuss it, the boundaries and whatever you, whatever you decide is what you decide. Um, and, and, and we'll go from there and what's allowed and what's not. I said, but, but my attention's on you and what you allow, what you allow, you know, because I'm with you first. And, and, and that's the way I see it. Yeah. And so never doubt that. And, and then, you know, we'll go from there. And, and so, but I don't think we have anything to worry about because we're just so into each other. Right. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's no, there's no, there's no question. See, this sounds so much like what I was telling you though. Remember about, you know, like why I was as stringent as I, I was with my preferences and, and why I was so adamant on like the sex being as fulfilling because within the context of a larger relationship, if that, dynamic didn't exist the rest of the relationship would ultimately be doomed i mean do you kind of understand that position I do, yeah. okay I <laughs> no you have to be I, I guess you have to know it to see it to know it i guess and yeah. i guess they just did i was in a you know i was alone at the time and i you know was feeling different and, and I, I see what you're saying but i you know, I was listening. I also was listening to you saying that, you know, you're going to that orgy, which did you go to? I did. I did. And I think after that last one, I did get out of it the things that I was intending to get out of it. But mm-hmm. it also um, like there's a limit to what it can give me, just the nature of it. It's kind of it's almost gratuitous. You know, it's a lot of people. It felt to me like people having sex just for the sake of having sex. And while it did serve the purpose, which for me at that time was like kind of being this salve for the body image insecurity I was feeling um, and just, you know, being part of this community like that, I did get that out of it. But I don't know that I'm going to go back again. I feel like it's served its purpose and I'm ready for other things. So you're talking about the first one or this second one? This second one. Okay. Yeah. And I guess we'll we'll hear about that. I, I'm assuming. Yes, Monday's episode. Okay. I'll, I'll <laughs> tell you to listen about that. But I I do want to say that I did hear about you saying that you were feeling a little bit different about yourself and the fact that uh, you're feeling a little more vulnerable this time around, um, and and the feeling that maybe the people are more normal uh, or something to that effect and and how that would make you feel, uh, this time around. Um, and, and I thought, well, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe this time around, it'll be different for you. And I guess, I guess maybe it did, maybe it didn't. And I guess we'll hear that. I, I, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, a lot of what you're saying and, and it's also, you know, kind of having this conversation with you now and reflecting on the things that we talked about before mm-hmm. and also H what you were saying about, you know, like you conjured him up because you were so, uh, clear on what you wanted. Yeah. You know, I, I go through the same thing. Like I definitely am very aware of 
like my deal breaker things that I absolutely want to have. But I think because like life wise, I've been in this position where it's like, well, am I prioritizing work or am I prioritizing finding a partner? And because I've been waffling on that, my intention hasn't been as strong. And when your intention isn't as strong, like you grow the thing that you focus on. And because I haven't been focusing on the partner thing, my experiences in that realm have been, uh, you know, overall unsatisfying in the sense that I haven't been interacting with anybody that I really consider to be real partner potential, but yeah, yeah, that's my own fault for going ahead and doing that. Cause I mean, I know going into it with most of these partners, you know, much younger than me, or maybe like just knowing off the bat, like the personality match isn't there, but kind of, you know, letting curiosity get the better of me or, you know, my why not attitude. Um, and I don't regret any of it, but I mean, it's, I'm really happy to hear, you know, what's going on between you guys, because you did have that intention and knowing that it's possible. And it's, it's really heartwarming to hear the way you guys are connecting and the things you're exploring together. Right. Well, and for me, you know, like, you know, like for me, (laughs) the law of attraction and manifesting a boyfriend, you know, I, I have a full-time job and I also have what I consider a fake job. (laughs) which is my second job. Yeah. And I have, um, and my full-time job is pretty demanding and, uh, my fake job is not, that's why I call it a fake job, but I do still get paid. Um, and then I have teenagers, you know, but I just got to the point of my life where I felt like, you know, I was ready for a partner, but not, not just a play partner. You know, I mean, I, I had a, like a friends with benefits situation and I can, I I mean, I can have that and, um, and that's fine, but that's not what I wanted. You know, what I I wanted was a a partner, you know, somebody to partner up with me. Um, and I was, I felt like I was ready for that so long as I could balance it in my sobriety. Right. And, um, my recovery is really important to me. And that's one thing that I, um, I mean, that's one thing that is the deal breaker for me is if, if my partner doesn't support my recovery, which makes it difficult to find a partner, you know, yeah. because if I'm searching for a partner, uh, in recovery, then I mean, that's, those are the sickest people I'm ever going to find. <laughs> yes, I hear right? that. You're sitting in a room full of the sickest people you're ever going to meet. Yes. She knows what I mean. I absolutely do. <laughs> I, I go to her meetings sometimes, the ones that I can go to. Yeah. And uh, I find it very uh, inspiring and uplifting, even though I'm not an alcoholic. Um, but, I mean, I, I do drink on occasion, but I have it. And probably I haven't drank any and, and I don't have to, yeah. uh, I don't crave it. And, and, and if I don't, if I don't drink it another year, two years, it doesn't bother me. I don't have to. Yeah. And, and, and I tell her that and she goes, I don't know how you do that. I, I, know. Know. But yeah. I just don't because <laughs> to me, 
I don't have to to have a good time. I don't understand. I never have. Yeah. I can't. I can't understand. I it. don't either. I don't get normies at all. Like, oh, well, the Hangover is something I can say. <laughs> I don't but care. First not well, even, I do. Not even an issue. I can The Hangover is not but, even but, an but, issue. But other things like drugs and stuff, I, I don't even touch. So. But but you know then then to date someone who's not in recovery and then you tell them, look, I'm five years sober and and I I drank my life away for 25 years and did a whole bunch of drugs and, and stuff, you know, then, then they, they run. And so I and just, never got into trouble. And, never, never, never. And so I never did. No, I've never even been in the back of a cop car, but I have. <laughs> That's what the, the crazy part is. I yeah. so, I, so I just sort of, <clears throat> so I just sort of stopped looking. Yeah. I just sort of stopped looking and I just sat still and I just, you know, I just, I just got the beeline focus, you know? Yeah. And I just, I just, I just, fo- I just focused. I was like, okay, you know, uh, to the universe, if it's, if it's your plan for me and if it's your will, then that's what it's going to be. And I just, and, and I, I mean, I set, I set the intention and and here we are. Yeah. I tell him, I tell C all the time. I was like, you know, I manifested you with, with crystals. <laughs> I feel like a voodoo doll. <laughs> like she made me somewhere and poof, here I am. But you've been alive your whole life. I know, but I don't feel alive. I do now. I didn't before. <laughs> you guys are cute. Like I'm a piece of meat to play for. And I kind of like it. <laughs> I think you kind of like that. But, I mean, I am kind of, I am kind of cute. Yeah. I guess so. <laughs> okay. So I have some more specific questions for you. Oh sure. Oh, well, okay. one sure. question in particular. So the topic of butt stuff. So you mentioned that you haven't done anal yet, where HU would be the receiver. But you know, see, you've been the receiver of some butt stuff of your own with the prostate massage. So the issue of cleanliness. So why, if this is an issue in terms of H receiving, why is it not an issue with C receiving? Well, um, I don't, I don't have a good answer. <laughs> I do. Okay. I do. Then go for it. Because the night that we had planned on doing it, yeah, uh, I, I haven't. Uh, I installed and because I I told her that I wanted to explore this type of area because I knew I'm, I've always wanted to do it both giving and receiving uh, not paying so much but as far as that goes because I know how good it feels and so I installed an enema system on my shower gotcha and so, it's in there and I used it so you were all and prepared I went in there I was prepared I right. went in there I cleaned myself I was in there for about what 15-20 minutes I came back out. I said, squeaky clean. <laughs> we went and I was. Yeah. And, uh, and I said, also, you could do the same when you're ready. Um, uh, it's pretty simple. Uh, you know, um, use, you know, use, use the, the, uh, the silicone lube because it's water resistant and that type of thing. And, and just, you know, do what you got to do. And, uh, you know, go down the drain and go on. Also, have a bidet in my bathroom, believe it or not. Yes, and I love that. She does like it. 
<laughs> she didn't like it. It's funny because uh, I I, for, I think you did mention that you had an enema system the last time we talked. Maybe I did. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. funny that you, you mentioned that because I um I had gone to this conference and. I went to a workshop that was led by somebody who does a lot of porn and in the porn that she does, you know, well, I mean, she's kind of in that environment. So she's not only witnessed the filming of other scenes that she's not in, but scenes that she's done. And of course, anal is part of the menu. And she was saying, you know, porn stars, that's how they prepare for anal scenes. They do enemas, like they don't eat for a full day, et cetera, et cetera. And then they both, she had a, like a, a living demo model, not a live, like another person, another person. I'm demeaning her by saying that. So she had another person there who was also in the industry. And they both said that while they, they do enemas for the work that in their personal lives, when they're going to have anal sex or, you know, if mm-hmm. anal sex is on, you know, even a possibility, they just shower that they don't do enemas yeah. for home play, which I, so it's, it's interesting to me. And I, I mean, I can understand why you have it. And if I had my own, I've never given myself an enema, but I, I would feel more prepared and clean because I, I do, even though I do anal and I, I have never done the enema, like I have the paranoia, I'm concerned, but also I've gotten to the point where it's like, you know what, like if you're going to stick something somewhere where feces are involved in any way, like nobody can be shocked if there's any Mark. presence of them, you know, so hey, it's just funny to, to hear these things. Well, another reason why I, I installed it was because I've also been on the keto diet yeah. for uh, since May, and you don't always get the amount of fiber you need, and so that helps from time to time. Um, and I've also lost, well, I'm going on about six, lost 65 pounds. Wow, congratulations. So, so, so uh, that helps because I don't like taking, because lack, uh, things like things that, like laxative and things, they're unpredictable. Right. So I want to take that stuff. And so that helps if you can't go. Um, uh, and, and, and hope, and, and I don't, I'm not trying to be, but I have, I have gotten a hemorrhoid from, you know, that type of thing and, and have had to use medicine, but, uh, uh, but, but it went away. Right. And so, um, but it's just one of those things that, I, you know, um, I like the if, if we're going to do that, I didn't want her to encounter anything. And and, yeah, you could just you could just clean it out just a little bit. I'm not talking about I'm not talking about full colonic here. I'm right. just talking about a little bit of cleaning, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, if there's anything in there. But as far as not eating the day before, no, that's not going to happen. Yeah, I can't do that. Yeah. But, but yeah, just a little bit because you know we're only going in just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, um, you know we're not talking about if you're talking about porn and you're talking about taking a, a ten incher and, <laughs> and all that stuff that they do. Yes, they don't want to have any of that stuff. But that's all visual and that's all performance. We're not talking about performance in our daily life. We know that porn is different from real life. Right. And so no, that's just a little bit extra to do just in case. Yeah, and that's the way I look at it. It's there. Uh, it's cool if you want to try and use it. Uh, I think sometimes it can feel pretty good to know that you're that clean. Yeah. Uh, use it if you want. So, see, have you performed anal sex on anybody? I, I can't remember if we had talked about this before. Uh, I, I, I've done I've done it. Uh, I've had the privilege of doing it um, back when I lived in Austin, uh, back in the 
2006 and seven, 2005, a little bit. Yeah. And did your um, partner at that time? Well, I mean, my, I guess where I'm going with this is the partners that you have done that with or partner, did they do an enema? Was there any like special had, prep or it was just no like, you kind of there went wasn't anything there. So I don't know. I got you. Um, uh, I, I don't, I don't, uh, you know, uh, all, all, all protection was used and I don't recall there being anything. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. I didn't ask. Uh, it wasn't, uh, I never saw any. So, so it's not like you feel like this is a requirement if you're with no, a partner, no, right? No, okay. No, no. A bit more loosey goosey about right, it. And you, <laughs> you know, if you eat right and you uh you know, and you don't have any type of 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 issues back there with uh incontinence or any type of uh you know, issues with uh, you know where I don't know what type of things could you have, what what Crohn's or you don't have where was when you eat, you immediately have to go to the bathroom. You always have stuff uh, upset all the time, whatever that's called. As long as you don't have those issues, I would think you be fine. Uh, you know, um, I've heard, I've listened to different podcasts. They have different, different ideas on the subject, but I guess, you know, if you go take a shower, put on a rubber glove, put on a glove, put your finger up there. If you find, if something comes out, do a little more cleaning. If not, you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> H, are you completely like, oh, this is a little too, like, what, what are your thoughts on the conversation? <laughs> I'm just, I mean, uh, what are my thoughts on the conversation? Probably scared a little bit. Not really. I think, I, I think that you think that I'm more scared than I actually am. Oh, maybe. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Because I know the first time I asked you to do it, you're like, uh, was it too comfortable with that? Well, I mean, it's, yeah. it can be, it can go horribly wrong, not, you know, in terms of like things coming out, but I mean, like it can be very painful if it's not handled. I think she was right more way. scared because of her fingernail. Yeah. And she yeah, yeah. afraid of hurting me. Right. Yeah. I was afraid of hurting you. Um, I mean, for me, I don't like, I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. I guess like, I don't understand the draw hmm. for men. Yeah. I don't get it. Like, I don't understand it. Well, what I tried to explain to you is that you realize when I'm on your on your G-spot, uh-huh. and you know where that is, right? If uh-huh. you know what I'm getting, you know how you come on Oh, it. I know where it well, is. Well, that's the same thing for a man. I, you're but I think that. she means like, in terms of, like, women receiving, right? Is that H where you're going? Right. Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, oh, I, oh, why I want to do it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand. Taboo. Uh, tighter. Um, uh, I don't know what. What have men said to you, Brianna? I mean, why do they want to do it? I mean, the reasons that you mentioned, but also, I mean, I think the big elephant in the room is like it's so prevalent in porn. I think it's just because it's seeped into the culture more so than ever because yeah because it just seems very commonplace now and it's almost like well we see it everywhere so why wouldn't every person that i encounter sexually you know be open to doing it because it's just so commonplace now it's like kind of like what blowjobs were maybe 20 years ago to young kids like anal sex is that way now um i I will tell you the few times i have done it it was it was tighter and it was a different feeling yeah. Um, I, I did experience, but it's been a long time. Yeah. 
I think it, it is like you were saying that taboo is a big part of it. But, you know, I as a woman, though, I do. There are reasons why I want to do it now that that don't have anything to do with that. But it it comes from experience doing it with a partner where and this was after doing it with many partners before that, where I really wasn't getting any enjoyment. And I did have the same feelings that H have, which is like. I don't see the big deal because it's not doing anything for me. But then when I finally was with a partner and this is when I had uh, introduced a magic wand into the situation where like I was on top of it while I was being penetrated anally from behind. And then I understood because I think in the, the sandwiching of my interior parts, you know, getting attacked from the magic wand and the penis, like I wound up hitting what I've come to know as the a spot, which is this, it's like, the same kind of intense, but in a different way, the intense pleasure a woman can get from having the G spot stimulated, but it's much deeper in the body, like where the cervix is. Mm -hmm. So knowing that, which I didn't know at the time, but it was just like, Oh, there's this other spot in my body that, wow, like that feels really good. And it's something that I can really only experience when I'm having anal sex. So for me now, that's what the draw is. But H, I totally understand your, your point. Like without that, it's just like, why is every guy just totally consumed with doing this when it doesn't? Yeah. I mean, like, I don't mind, like I, I am the type of person to to you know to be a to be a i mean i want team players that what you're doing no oh, okay <laughs> i can speak for myself <laughs> um like i i want to please him you know i aim to please um and so it's not that i'm completely adverse to the idea I think that, you know, our relationship is, is still fairly new. Yeah. And it's not that I don't trust him. There is a little bit about the cleanliness because I just don't, I don't know. Um, I mean, there's that. And so if that's, that's what he, if that's what C wants, then I will give it to him. Um, but if there's that spot inside my body that I do want to experience that. And I think that, that that will come with time. Huh, see what I did there. I <laughs> you like that. Um, and so, you know, I mean, I mean, I guess it just is what it is. Well, I, what, what I'm trying, what I kind of want to say is before we got into all this, uh, but talk. What I wanted to say was, is I'm more into using an anal toy on you like a butt plug and doing regular vaginal sex. That I think that's going to make you feel more full and push me more into your G spot. Hmm. And that's what I've heard. And also uh, using a uh, vibrating butt plug or a because I have a, a butt plug, which I haven't used. It's just a small one that has a vibe that goes inside of it and using it because uh, along with tying her up, using that as a stimulation tool along with penetrating her vaginally, I think it would, A, give me a lot of stimulation, and B, give her a lot of stimulation at the same time. Hmm. 
I will say that I do like to be tied up. Yeah. I'm just going to add that. <laughs> so how do you, well, that I did want to transition into like the specifics with your, your rope play. So, um, you said that it was something you were interested in and it sounded like before C you hadn't really done much of that. Is that the true? Did I hear that right? Yeah. No, I, I never really considered it because I'm talking about H actually. I mean, see, I know you said that you were researching it, but H like when you went into it, was this just something that you were interested in that you hadn't really tried? Right. Okay. I I hadn't really, no, I hadn't tried it at all. So was it like, what, where was that interest, you know, where was it born from? Was it just, you know, what kind of like an extension of, you know, wanting to be held down and dominated, like just another means of doing that? Well, okay, so I had a sexual partner who was pretty dominant, and um, and he he although we didn't use a lot of we didn't use any rope, you know, he he was, uh, I mean, he you know like he held me down and stuff like that, and I I did find that I really enjoyed that, mm-hmm. um. And then I have a friend who is into rope play. Gotcha. Um, the one we were talking to earlier, a really close friend of mine. And so, um, so I guess the, the two of those kind of married <laughs> up for me, and I really enjoy that. But um, I, I really like the, you know, the, the shibari rope. It's just I, I think that it's elegant and and it's pretty. And it's sexy, and it's also, um, I mean, it can be a lot of things. It can be, it can she, be, she, it can be painful. It can be. She likes the exhibitionist of it, also. I do believe it can be. I mean, it can be very stimulating. You know. Yeah. We've also talked about when you. Uh, I don't know if it's at the same time. But there's a swingers club in Austin that I talked to her about us going to 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 just going and see what it's like. I'm not really playing with others; just want to we want to voyeur and see and watch others and maybe play with each other. But I don't think we're okay with other people playing with us just yet. Uh, but at least just watching. Uh, I think we both are big voyeurs, and she's just exhibition. She just wants to. She's a, she's really gets excited by people looking at her in a safe space where she can be exposed. But H, do you feel with the the rope tying? So when you're tied up, I mean, is it always preceding having intercourse or like some sort of penetrative experience, or have you dabbled at all in you know getting tied up and it being? Um, like, um, you know, getting towards the subspace idea, the, the meditative, you know, like, um, just the sensory experience of being bound and it not necessarily leading to anything that's specifically sexual, but really for the, the act of bonding itself leading to something mentally. Um, it, you know, it is kind of a meditative experience for me. Um, but it does always end in a penetrative experience for me. <laughs> um, or oral. Or oral and or. <laughs> um, so, so, yeah. 
you know, I, I mean, I, I've been a meditator for a really long time. And so I can just kind of drop in to a meditative state in any, any place or time. And I asked C last night, I was like, is it okay if I meditate? (laughs) I was just kidding. But he said, if you think you can, and I said, okay. And so, I mean, I can, and it's so nice just to close my eyes and experience that. You were? I don't know how you were doing that. (laughs) It's nice to close my eyes and experience that sensory, like you were talking about. Yeah. You know, that him touching my body and not really paying attention to what, you know, exactly what he's going on, what he's doing and not trying, you know, not trying to be in control, that knowing that I, you know, that I'm being submissive at that time. Yeah. And I'm just allowing him to do his thing and being fully trusting. And, and I can just sink into a, a meditative space and, and feel him touching my body yeah. and be fully trusting do you guys think that a next step, or I mean, have you already talked about this, but um, any kind of suspension work? Are you looking into getting some education on that so you could introduce that? Or, you know, go- I am so into the suspension work. Yeah. And that's all I can say for myself. <laughs> I, I uh, am hesitant on doing that because I do not, I don't want to injure her. Well, there's a I'm, lot of training involved. Yeah. And just yeah, as a PSA yeah. for anyone listening, like I'm and, not advocating people trying this. It no, does take no, a lot of and, training and to I, do it safely. Look, I am not one of these fake it till you can make it unless I know I can do things. Yeah. I'm pretty smart and I'm really good at figuring things out and making things. But I will tell you when it comes to weight management and like, like building something that needs to be suspended on something, I know better than to try to put something somewhere where it's not going to hold. And I will not suspend someone that I love on something that they could possibly fall, hurt themselves, break a bone. Like she was wanting me to like, she saw this picture of, of this woman who had her arms behind her back, but her elbows were touching. So yeah. basically her, her, her shoulder blades were all the way pushed back. Her elbows were touching. And she goes, do that to me, push them back. And they would not go all the way back. She said, push them, push them. <laughs> and I was doing it. She goes, ow, ow, ow. Going, Look, your elbows are not going to go all the way back. It's going to dislocate your shoulders. And she goes, keep trying. And she's like, ow, ow, ow. I'm going, I am not going to break your shoulders. Okay. I'm not going to do it. We're not, we're, this night of, Great sex is not going to end in a trip to the emergency room. I'm sorry. I'm not going to have the conversation with the doctor going, so how this happened? Wow. <laughs> but you guys, you, you mentioned the possibility of going to a club. So the, the reason why I was asking is because mm-hmm. like most clubs, you know, they, one, they're set up with the equipment that can sustain suspension stuff but also they often have workshops or training or like something that you can go and like you could at least um like there would be somebody there that is trained in doing some some suspension work that could do suspension with h and you could learn from that i mean would you be willing to you know go through that process of like somebody suspending her and you learning that way or you would want to be doing it together and learning along well that's the thing you know it's about the problem with that is, like, 
even with that, we have tried to go to some of the bunches and and learn because there's people that have workshops and stuff. Yeah. The problem is, is that they have it when we're when we're working. Ah, uh, yeah. We can't, and and they just aren't going to have it any other time. You have to go get vetted. Yeah. And and we have no problem with that. Uh, but this club that we're looking at, and, and they may have some that are closer to where we live, I don't know if they do that every time. Um, this one we're looking at in Austin, it only has it at certain times. Uh, not all the time do they have these type of fetish nights that have these. Um, and so I don't know, because they, they don't have a lot of information. You kind of got to find out when you go. Right, yeah. Uh, and they don't, because I guess they don't want to advertise too much. And so um, I guess we'll find out if we go. Or And it looks like we were going to go, but now we can't go because I have to work, unfortunately. Sucks. And so I may not be able to even go see you uh, talk now, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, but if something changes, I'll definitely try. I appreciate that. So I, uh, I, I want to talk some, too, because you, you mentioned something about how you know, she wants you to dom her and that you felt like she was doming from the bottom, which kind of made me think like this is kind of a good opportunity to have, you know, like a, a DS talk about what's really involved in that. Because I know that it, it seems like that, but really in any dom sub or master slave situation, the person that is you know, playing the role of the bottom is always the one in control because they're the ones saying, I'm giving you this power, you know, I'm allowing you to do this and I'm the one who can stop it at any time. So while the top is, you know, like from the outside in the the power position and the one, you know, doing the acts and in having this control, you know, like you said, that the reversal is actually the deeper part of it. But when you guys were first doing this and doing any rope work or doing any, any dynamic work that involves this this role of you being in control and her submitting an H, you know, I'm, I know I'm just talking to C in this. <laughs> I'm not actually just talking to C. I want both of you to, yeah. to report on this, but what was the conversation like as far as, you know, setting up, like, do you have a safe word system? Are you using traffic light language? How much did you discuss like what you wanted, what you didn't want, what would be triggering aftercare? Like how did that whole conversation happen? Um, uh, is it you asking me or her? Well, uh, both of you, but I guess H, because, you know, you're the the one, were you leading this? Were you the one who suggested this kind of play? You know, I don't, I, I think it's something that, that he and I really just discovered together because hmm. neither one of us had really had any experience with this kind of play. And so, you know, I suggested that this is something that I wanted to try um, we, uh, you know, we, we kind of toyed with, uh, different safe words and we should probably get to the place where we have an actual safe word right now. We don't, um, we, we, um, we got ourselves into a situation last night where we needed one. <laughs> um, my shoulder, I, my shoulder, I was tied up in such a way. And it just, it didn't, 
you know, I, I just need it out. And, but I just, but I was able to, you know, I'm not using a gag. We're not using no, a gag. Right. No. And so I'm able to speak. And, um, and I'm always asking her, are you okay? Uh, Is this okay? How do you feel? Do yeah. I feel good. I never just keep going. Yeah. And, and I'm not sadistic or anything like that. No. And so we're, so we, you know, our, so, so for us, we are communicating co- constantly, hmm. um, verbally. I'm a big softy. He is. <laughs> he is a big softy. He doesn't want to hurt me at all. And so, and so, and so, um, and so when I said, you know, my shoulder hurts, I need out. So, I mean, that was it. I'm immediately untired. Uh, and so, you know, I know about the safe word and, um oh oh and another thing we uh not to interrupt i'm sorry okay go ahead but i gotta say this before we started role play one thing we we've done we've done this twice is she loves it when i trim and shave her oh yeah yeah that's way off the subject <laughs> i know but it she really enjoys it and i enjoy doing it it's yeah. it's fun it's great it is awesome just for well, I mean, it's not that far off subject because it is, you know, you're giving him control of something on your body. You know, it's, it's not. I like to do that. I do like to do that, you know, and, and that really, I mean, it ties, it really ties into my sobriety and my, my level of vulnerability, which yeah. is something that I've worked on for a really long time. And so, you know, I haven't always been able to do that. Do you have anybody, any kind of control of anything? <laughs> um so it's it's kind of fun and neat you know to be able to experience that um but you know i i think that as we continue to experiment and go a little bit further that a safe word is something that that we need to implement and um i also think uh i want to try do the with the sensor deprivation, maybe on blindfolds. Mm-hmm. I would enjoy that. Yeah. Uh, I think when she doesn't know something's coming, especially with vibes, I also want to play with the Hitachi, um, with the Hitachi and rope. Have you ever seen how Hitachi gets tied up with rope? Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah. I, I showed her that. She was like, that looks intense. <laughs> it is. <laughs> well, you have to turn it all the way up. You know. But you should. <laughs> There you go. So, you know, where you see it, where it's tied to the inner thigh and it's right there and can't move and like, you know, yeah. I'm going to like tire up and so turn on and go, up. Oh, I'm going to go downstairs, watch TV. I'll see it in about 30 minutes. Yeah. So I'm not really going to do that. Do you guys ever talk about switching the roles where H, you're doming C? Is there any talk of that or... We have talked about that um, a little, little bit. Um, from what I understand, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, C does not want to be tied up at all. No, he does not. Um, but, but what? Tell me what I do like. 
Yeah. What do you, what, what do you well, want to learn? Well, when you're massaging my prostate, that's sort of like a donation thing. That's yeah, true. you do like that. And I love when you sit on my face. I love that. Uh-huh. And that's a domination thing. And to me, that is. It's it's lighter side, but I do enjoy it. Yeah. You know, and, mm-hmm. and I love when you edge me. I love that. And that's mm-hmm. a domination thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh you know, uh, that small vibe that we have, not the small vibe, but that vibe that I use on you, you can use on me too. I just haven't. Which I, one? The one with the thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just, I haven't, I haven't suggested us do it yet. You know, we have a lot of things. Stages, <laughs> stages. And so the reason why I haven't is because, you know, there's time to do other things. And so, but, you know, it, it, you know, it's all in time. But, but as far as tying up goes, I'm not a fan of rope around me. But I do enjoy copper rings and things, though. And and I do have several different ones. And and as you will see in the picture I sent you, there's a couple on me. And yeah. I do enjoy those. And I enjoy her putting them on me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do enjoy those quite a little bit. Yeah. And as you can see from the picture that you posted uh, of me of my of the c of the cbt picture yeah uh, that was a little more extreme from bef- long before and that that i had to work up to that one um uh, none of those are quite as extreme but but uh, uh but yeah i i do enjoy the the sensation of that from time to time yeah but and and i'm i'm kind of i'm probably gonna maybe see if she enjoys doing something like that but uh but i haven't quite yet well like you said there's plenty of time <laughs> that's, right. that's right so I, I feel that if we do everything within the first day <laughs> or the first like couple weekends that are the first month or so that we've been yeah yeah i know it's impossible but if we do <laughs> then we'll go what's next you know we've done it all what's next so we gotta start all over i want to always be something a bit at a time yeah well each time we see each other on the weekend over the course of the past, you know, few months or whatever, mm-hmm. we do something new. Yeah. And so it's not, I mean, we're trying to get there. It's just that we haven't made it yet. Yeah. <laughs> we always get, we always get distracted. We get tied up. And I will say that uh, she hasn't done it since, but, like what was it? Was it last weekend or Wednesday? Well, no, not Wednesday, but not last Wednesday. weekend. Last week, last weekend, she did something that I had, she said she did, and I know, but I was able to make her squirt several times. Mm-hmm. Yes, both with fingers and my penis, and it was I had no it idea. Lovely. I mean, it was like nothing I've ever seen before. <laughs> it was all about the angle. Yeah. Penis size didn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't. So H, had you squirted before? Was this the first time? Or no. All right. I have. Gotcha. I have squirted before. Nice. I'm jealous. <laughs> it still hasn't happened for me yet, but someday. Yeah. So if, yeah, go ahead. With I with the fingers, it was the the what did it was corkscrew in and out motion mm-hmm. is what did it. If you, if you know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. 
And I, yeah, I, there was somebody at the orgy that had a, um, you know, the glass toys, they had one and it was, um, kind of like a long seashell where with the ridges kind of in descending size. And she was, Mm -hmm. was saying how good it was for squirting because it was like, uh, like a lemon squeezer, like a tool like that kind of juicing the (laughs) the gland with the G spot. Yeah. Yeah, We need to try that. (laughs) Write that down. Okay. Are there other things where you're like, maybe someday this is kind of like a down the road thing. We can try this or. I don't think so. I, I mean, like things that we haven't done yet that I really want to do is a lot of exhibitionist stuff. Hmm. Like I really want to do a lot of exhibitionist stuff. And then uh, we want to try some voyeuristic stuff. Like, I think our second date, third date, we were coming out of Walmart and we went to get something and it was late at night. I opened the door to my truck and she goes, hey, get your phone. I was like, what? She goes, get your phone, hurry up. I got my phone and she dropped her pants and, uh, and stuck out her ass with her phone and said, quick, take a picture. And I'm looking around and I was like, you know, I don't have time to get arrested here, but okay, quick, you know. And it, 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 it was blurry because it was so fast. But yeah. it's stuff like that. I mean, exciting, yes. Uh, you know, and, and so she wants to go out somewhere and, and take some very artistic type pictures uh, over uh, in robe or, or certain things like that. And, and I've got some ideas of, of, of what to do and, and, and all that. And, and so, um, you know, uh, every morning, every morning when she goes to work, she sends me uh, an ass picture because I'm such an ass man. <laughs> every morning, it's like, Every day I get a, another picture and it's different from the day before. And I can't ask for a better gift. <laughs> you guys, I'm very happy. I'm happy for you. And I, you know, I've sent her a few pieces. She's like, I don't need that. She goes, <laughs> you know, I guess girls don't really care for dick pics so much. <laughs> um, but, you know. I mean, I like dick pics, but the whole thing is, is that I send I send C ass pics because I know that he likes that and right. I want to do that for him. Right. Not love. love. I know. I mean, that's, that's what I want to do for him. I do love it. If he wants to do something <laughs> for me, then he can, but I don't want him to send me a dick pic just because <laughs> I sent an ass pic. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Like there's yeah. a motive, like she's satisfying something that you've stated as a, you know, an interest and, you know, by, you seem like, the, the dick pic thing would be a quid pro quo thing, but really it would be finding something else that she's looking for that, you know, would be a similar gesture in return. Well, this morning he made me coffee and, and my heart melted. Oh, see? I do that a lot though. Yeah. That's much better than a dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> if I could just learn to like the way they do at the coffee places to draw the little thing in the coffee, I could put a lot of dick in the coffee. <laughs> That would, be, that would be like a combo package. Actually, if you could just put your dick in my mouth, then that would be, that's perfect. That's fine. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is a great place to end. <laughs> <Isn't it? laughs> yes.
I love to suck dick. <laughs> You're lucky, man. We never, even, we never even touched on that. <laughs> we, we didn't. We didn't. Okay. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> well, thank you both. I really appreciate you taking the time to be as open and frank about these things. It's great. All right. Take care, guys. We're <laughs> dancing. Okay. Bye. Awesome. Have fun. Bye. Okay. Well, that's it for this episode. As promised, the links to the pics that C and H mentioned will be included in the show notes, as well as links to C's original interview episode and the two orgy episodes that they referred to. So you can get all of the things that you heard. You don't have to scramble to search for them. They'll be all right in the episode notes. And until Monday, wish you well. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Sex Communication. Did you dig it? Tell a friend. Subscribe. Leave a review on iTunes. Send an email. I really would love for you to do all of these things. And if you'd like to know more about this project, visit graphicpaint.com slash sexpodcast for additional episodes and background on how this all began. And if you'd like to be a part of this podcast, send an email to sex at graphicpaint.com. Every story and experience is valuable, so why not do an interview or submit your own filthy audio? Be a part of our revolution and help us spread the message of sexy self-acceptance.